We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. What's up, guys? This is the Uncontested Podcast, covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. This podcast is ran by Jacob, Nick, Justin, Taylor, and Kamiar. Listen to future episodes on your favorite podcast streaming service, like iTunes or Spotify. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating. This is Ludor. You're listening to the Uncontested What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. We are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the official podcast of BoomtownHoops.com. I'm your host, Jacob Niffin. We've got almost a whole squad here today. Taylor Peterson's along with me. It's a rough first half for the Chiefs. It's okay. We're going to pull it off and uh, you guys get to witness my live reactions on the live pod. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> We've got Justin Peabody. Hello, everybody. Kami Armarabian is along for the ride. I'm I'm always along for the ride. I'm a ride or die, homie. We drop shop and put up shop. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> so I, forgot, I forgot the word. So close. Did, did you guys know? Did you guys know that DMX is a preacher in like New Mexico or Arizona? I'm gonna I go. To, I'm gonna go to that church. I Dude, know I that would. You told us that a couple I days would ago. go to the church of DMX blown. so yeah. quickly. Yeah, like I haven't been to a church in like two years, but I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that one. Can you imagine that man singing praise and worship music? Stop. Praise the Lord. I bet his, I bet his around do, you think, do you think he wears those Michael Cage suits that are way too big for his body, or do you think they're really fitted? Like, no, I bet it's oversized. It's, he was a 90s rapper. He's going oversized. Yeah. Yeah. What what a 
the Rough Riders anthem was very good a back classic. in the day. A yeah. classic. I remember that I'm music like, video. So oh, good. Video. People on motorcycles. Back in the MTV days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back yeah. on TRL, baby. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Who uh, what was his name? Carson uh, Daly. We're Carson Daly, man. Before Wasn't he got he fat. TRL, yeah. Before he got fat. I remember when when NSYNC was like number one on TRL for months at a time. That was that was. Did back you guys, did you guys see the video with all the uh, NBA rookies where they were quizzed about the nineties? No. Oh yeah. Made me, made me feel the old. I can't yeah. Uh, I can nobody, imagine. nobody could name Justin Timberlake. Or oh. sorry, they could name Justin Timberlake, but nobody could name NSYNC. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And, uh, they showed them like floppy disks. That makes me feel old. Pagers yeah. and like all this stuff. Those? And they were like, I, I have no idea. It was awful. Weird. Man, we've come it. a long way since Jinkos. That's all I got to say. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you, can I still buy, you can still buy Jinko. Jim. Yeah, you can. Can you? I saw I saw a comment on uh, the picture of Poku's fit that I posted and said those jorts are, would be Jinkos on a normal sized person. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's good. Hey. Another picture surfaced of Poku. Apparently, the fanny pack is a yeah, thing, man. It is. I like it's it. a Air Jordan one. It's yeah, pretty, it's pretty. The good. fanny packs are popular these days, yeah. but I'm I'm already getting bad vibes about this guy. Like, <laughs> it totally feels like OKC just drafted another soccer player, and now we have a ton of like Eastern European <laughs> soccer players on this team. Hey, uh, man, soccer players can work out. Steve yeah. Nash, Kobe, you know, Ish. Hey, that's God. different. That's hey, totally come different. on. God bless Poku's family, but their live stream video of them during the so draft good. looked like they were straight up out of the Eastern European that, block under yeah. Soviet control. That looked like a straight out of a so Borat good. movie. That's straight out of a Borat movie, one hundred percent. It looked like Borat. That's so true. All those like, suits. His family looks like they're under like German occupation right now. Yeah, Eastern. Well, Eastern Eastern Europe will be Russia. Yeah, he's he's the Soviet block. Yeah, gosh. So yeah, it was a. Uh, <laughs> He it looks was, very accurate in the in 2K though. I checked it out today. Really? Yeah, like it huh. looks pretty spot on. They don't have a real picture of him either. It's just He's like just a, long and lanky and that's all like long, lanky and super Eastern European. Yes, <laughs> hey, spot I'm, on. I'm into it, man. <laughs> well, guys, let's dive right into it. Uh, I think the busiest week in Wild. OKC Thunder history. God bless. Wild. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Man, Friday um, night, like when Justin Jacob and I jumped on a pot at like 1 30. It felt, yeah, like, felt like PG night. Man, we potted Sunday night. I did an emergency Chris Paul pod Monday afternoon. Yep. We got Tuesday off. Wednesday um, was draft. So you jumped one, on the radio. Wednesday, I, Wednesday I, I did a radio hit. Uh, I did a periscope hit for the Al Horford trade. Uh, mm. Then we did the three and a half hour stream. Uh, Thursday, <laughs> no, Thursday I recorded with Keith Smith. Oh, yeah, for agency pod. Friday, Friday was well, Adams. I guess it technically not Friday, I guess it was Saturday morning at 1 30. <laughs> we did the emergency uh, Stephen Adams pod. It's been yeah. a week, mm-hmm. it's been a week, been a week. I had taken a, a nap on Friday, shocking, and there, it was the it was the James Johnson trade that came before. And then oh, yeah. I, I, had, I had fallen asleep and I woke up and like Amanda said, Hey, there's been okay. So he traded somebody. I was like, dude, I know James Johnson. They traded. I, I was, I'm aware. Like She's I would like, no, know. No, no, no. And then I looked on Twitter and I was like, what? <laughs> I got the wrong. They traded another guy. <laughs> Can't sleep. Oh, Can't then all sleep. just, you know, climax today with the, uh, the huge blockbuster trade. 
Oh, late, I love climaxes. afternoon today. <laughs> With Jalen McHugh and uh, oh, TJ yeah. Leaf back in OKC, baby. In the God, second rounder. We went, from, yeah, we went from being one of the sexiest teams in the league to having TJ freaking oh, Leaf. <laughs> and and so, <laughs> in the past seven days, uh, OKC has traded away from last year's team. Dennis Schroeder, Chris Paul, Abdel Nader, Terrence Ferguson, and Steven Adams. They have lost Danilo Gallinari, Nerlens Noel in free agency, Andre Robertson and Deontay Burton uh, still pending, but I don't expect them to be back with the team. They have added Ty Jerome, Teo Maladon, George Hill, Alexei Pokashevsky, Admiral Schofield, Justin Jackson, Trevor Ariza, Darius Miller, Kenrich Williams, TJ Leaf, Al Horford, and Vincent Poyer. Poyer. Plus the two two ways. Uh, yeah, yeah which two ways. remains to be seen if they will actually make it. If they will make a two way deal, because I think the Thunder signed that UCLA kid yeah. to a yeah. two way. That means they only have one left. And that was no, that was the uh, kid they signed on draft night um, to a two way. Uh, the small four. I sent you. I sent you and Nick the the video of Jacob. Gosh dang, I'm gonna have to look this up now. Uh, he's like a small forward combo type player. He actually looks pretty impressive. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'll find it. <laughs> Man, come on. Well, <laughs> while you're trying to find it, I will also. Josh Hall. Josh Hall. Yeah, Josh Hall. Did, there you uh, go. He committed to uh, somewhere. Basically, he decided to do like an extra year of prep school and then went straight into the draft as a um, and was undrafted. Thunder slam to a two way. He looks pretty impressive. Oh, don't forget the Moses guy that they picked the most flattering picture of him uh, to go on the front. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he's the UCLA funny. guy, I think. Um, on yeah. top of all that, uh, future picks. The Thunder own three picks next season. Um, their own Miami's, and they have a right to swap with Houston for either of those. So they get two of those three picks. And the Warriors protected pick one through 20, or sorry, not one through 20. It's protected one through 20. So the Thunder get if it falls 21 through 30. Uh, In 2022, they have their own first round pick, a Clippers first round pick, and a Phoenix first round pick if it falls between 13 and 30. Uh, 2023, uh, I'm not going to list all these picks because it's just too goddamn many. We'll be here. The rest of the pod is uh, just going to be me reading picks. And so it's a, uh, it's a lot. It's a whole lot. Um, whole my, lot. my question for you guys though, is just general thoughts on this week and the massive turnover uh, this team has endured. I think that this is what we expected last year. And I think that delaying it a year made it feel that much crazier in a way. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the compressed time frame. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that this has to happen so quickly, I think made it feel a lot more breakneck than normal. But I, I think really we were maybe almost seduced a little bit by last off season where it was like, okay, we're going to tank. We went into the season with a pretty decent roster as it turned out. But like even the beginning of the season where it felt like, okay, this is tanking. Like they stink, yeah. they're competitive, but they're going to lose a lot of games. No, no, no. This is tanking. Yeah. This is, this week is this tanking. is tanking, and it was just it's such a contrast to to last off season that I think it made it a little bit jarring to where I mean pick pick a Thunder fan off the street in Oklahoma City right now how many players could they name 
because no, how many, many players can we name? Yeah, <laughs> no right. Like I was talking like, to my mom or earlier list, tonight. I don't even know if those half these players. Like for example, uh, yeah. like you, like I, I, as of before the trade today, I thought he was still going to be on. I mean, he's going to start the season with OKC. Not Apparently, start for OKC, did you but, see that Instagram post where he had, yeah, he had already made it to OKC. OKC? Yeah, that's rough. And, uh, that's rough. Like, so wouldn't rough. you? Wouldn't they? Like, wouldn't they want to give him a heads up? Yeah, tell him like, hey. Lay low for a little bit. Like, don't fly here because you're probably not going to be playing basketball. Yeah. Well, I I think that shows the reality of this. Of like, like Ariza. It's it, well, Ariza. I feel like has probably gotten a call of like, hey, just stay put, bro. But like, even if we don't like trade, Lequeux, you just don't come here. Somebody like Lequeux, Presty could have had intentions of keeping till he yep. got a phone call and liked what he heard and said, all right. See ya. And I, I think yep. that's just going to be the reality for this team for the next couple of years of like anybody's expendable for the right offer. Definitely. It's and just, it's so weird because last season, like you said, I was like, oh, this is competitive tanking. They're going to play teams close and we're going to trade all these dudes by the end of like by, by February. And then they, <laughs> dis- they said, said no. Uh, and they, they, and they had a close one for Gallo, yeah. or right? If, you know, in Gallo, right. they couldn't get Gallo's third year. And it's just it's really interesting that it just was delayed a year, but made OKC's I guess their compensation for Chris Paul and Stephen Adams uh, far greater than it would have been if they tore it all down last year. So See, that's I think the crazy that's part. Put them in a positive position. It's like yes, we got Kendrick Williams and two people who two players who were on two ways for the Pelicans last season. But like when you look at that trade in general, that's a pretty. I mean, for an expiring Stephen Adams who's been banged up the past two seasons. Um, Again, is on expiring. That's huge. You're able to get a a protected first round pick, but then also two seconds, and then you have some young guys you can take a flyer on or hope fill out your roster, feeding those roster yeah. spots. That was impressive. Um, the Uber Junior trade. A lot of people kind of felt like I think that maybe Presley could have got a little more, but I still get the idea of just shipping him off now instead of holding on to him. Yeah. Um, and you take that into consideration, like you, you combine that with the Stephen Adams trade. I mean, he's gotten a pretty nice return. You know, the James Johnson trade that hasn't officially gone through yet. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, the Sixers trade uh, with Al Horford and the trade uh, James Johnson with with Dallas and Detroit all involved. I was wondering maybe Presley's trying to make that like a four four team trade um, to to help facilitate it. But it seems like I read a tweet today. I think it's more of I think it might have been Keith Smith friend of the pod um, talking about how it's a Risa, just all the different right. trades he's been through this week. Right. <laughs> they all have to become official. So it's just waiting, basically right. waiting your turn in line. <laughs> before the you Trevor Risa dominoes. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. I wonder, I wonder how mad Nick is after saying over and over and over <laughs> that Steven <laughs> Adams he, has no trade value. Uh, and then they pulled all of that back in for him. I just, he, he man, seems like he'd be upset by that. I am <laughs> shocked. Absolutely shocked that, they did not have to bring Eric Bledsoe's contract back. I am too. And this that was, that's trade. Point. That was a really good point. That yeah. was a contract that was going to be hard to move. Instead, they bring back like three guys essentially on minimums and George Hill that I'm honestly surprised they haven't already flipped. I think George Hill is going to have a lot of value around the league. He's on a good deal this year. He's on a non-guaranteed next year. Uh, he's a veteran guard. He can still play. He can defend. He shot like 44% yeah. from three last year on decent attempts. He, I mean, Taylor, you and I just did a, did a uh, podcast segment with our the friends on the timeline of yep. uh, the Phoenix Suns pod who are dying to have George Hill on that team uh, to kind of round out their roster. They just don't have a way to, to make the salary I'm work, but it's, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised he's still on the team. So there is a ton of, 
of stuff that's happened. And that's what I want to ask next. Who else is on their way out? Like we, we don't expect this roster that, that the way it's currently constructed to, to stay this, who was on their way out and how many more tr- players do you think get traded before we get to training camp, which is in eight days. <laughs> Darius Miller. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like a, a kind of trade where Presley could find a team like the Pacers, like he did with, uh, with the Q and who are trying to get under the cap. So they basically just swap players and Presley gets a pick and exchange. Darius Miller kind of seems like a player like that, that that could happen to, but again, there's just no really telling you mentioned George Hill, Jacob, and I think he's going to, going to be highly sought after pretty early in the season. Uh, if he's not flipped before the season starts uh, here a month from tomorrow, I believe, or maybe today. Um, so George Hill is probably the most likely of this group. And then Ty Jerome's another, I, I think a guy that Presley probably wants to keep considering Ty Jerome's the last player from the Phoenix Sun or from the Chris Paul trade, but you could probably flip him pretty easily as well th- for the right return. So I think those are all kind of guys, uh, right there. Is, this is crazy. Just looking at this list. I mean, yeah. if you're going to flip these guys, you would think that the teams that are going to acquire them probably want them for training camp since everything's right. kind of so compressed, True. which again, gives you about a, a, a week runway here, right? It's, it feels weird. Like we finally <laughs> got a thunder trade today. I was like, what the hell? Why haven't we got a thunder trade yet today? Where's my first <laughs> yeah. round pick at? Right, y'all got any more of them picks? <laughs> Getting withdrawals. <laughs> oh man, that's wild. It really no, is. I I agree with all those. Um, that Sean you, bring, oh sorry, Sean brings up a good point in our chat. He says you have to hit the salary floor. <laughs> they will make the salary floor. Yeah. Uh, the the way that the cap works, uh, some of these trade exceptions that they've 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 collected, um, count towards reaching the salary floor. So they're going to be fine as yeah. far as reaching the floor. Yeah. Um. But and Justin, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off here, real quick. I think oh, they have good. one, one, two, three, four. I'm looking at my spreadsheet. Four, five, six, seven expiring contracts on this team right now, which is going to clear about That's fifty crazy. million in space uh, next next summer. So also for our, well, sorry, go ahead, Justin. <laughs> we, we interrupted you. Sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say, what do you guys think about the uh, the John Wall rumors? Do you think there's is there a scenario where Wall ends up? in Oklahoma city. Speaking of the salary floor, how many first round picks you tossing in? I mean, right. yeah, right. And send Ru- really? Russ to, uh, Russ to Washington wall to OKC Horford plus, uh, other salary filler to Houston. Yes. And, um, taught, we'll say, uh, Washington has to toss in, uh, two very lightly protected firsts. Yeah, done. I think that's fair. Absolutely done. And then you I, tell John like Wall that. to uh, not play basketball because you don't want him here. You can't <laughs> buy that contract out. I don't think that's just way too much money to or buy. Just, out. Yeah, but, just let him get his uh get his image back up and build, build back his reputation him, yeah. and, then, and then flip you, him. You could hey. maybe do that this uh, this year. Yeah, the Oklahoma City Thunder is like the it's like the it's like the HGTV home rehab show for aging uh, guards <laughs> in the NBA. Terrible. All Terrible. The Chris Paul so that's, that's what I was going to mention is next year, you know, they, they have, they'll have all this cap space. No. Okay. he's not going to attract free agents, <laughs> especially this next coming year. But what will happen is I think Presley's going to take on the John walls and the, yeah. the contracts of those. Yeah. Everybody. Why not? And then get more assets, young guys and picks in return. And, uh, to just kind of accumulate even more assets, which is wild who, to think about. Who, who else is going to take John Wall in exactly. the league? Who else is going to mm-hmm. take that on? Unless they can work out that deal with Houston, nobody else Everybody wants else that. Interested. Yep. 
And so once again, if he's really unhappy and they really want him gone, Presti's going to have some leverage in that conversation, which I think would be interesting. Yep. It's a good point. Also, Trevor Ariza, another guy we haven't mentioned yet. Um, I think he'll be flipped at some point yeah. just because he's, he's not the obvious the, one. Right. He's not the the three and D player. Maybe he was three seasons ago, but he still can contribute to, uh, especially for a championship contender. Definitely. Uh, there's a lot of work left to be done, guys. So <laughs> as the roster is constructed right now, we're already saying more trades are coming. But if you looked at this roster right now and had to construct a starting five, what does it look oh, like? So let's just knock out the easy ones. You have SGA, you have Shea, Dort, Shea, Lou, and Bays starting. Horford would be starting. I've got got it. It's Shea, Lou, Justin Jackson, Bays, and Horford. I think you're there. It's either Justin Jackson or maybe even Admiral uh, Schofield. Yeah. Um, Poku. Yeah, I really think Poku's going to get back up four minutes this year. Start that's Poku. Kind of, that's an interesting Poku at the one. So you have think about like SGA at the one. You have Lou Dort the two. Um, Trevor Reza at the three. You have. <laughs> you uh, think he's going to play an OKC? Easily up four. I, I don't he know, said I, as I it stands idea. now. As, as it stands, stands now. now, and then you have Horford. That's a pretty good starting five, especially uh, if those guys continue to take a. Uh, not in this West. Not, not in this West. West. <laughs> Good point. TBH, hope they get their asses beat. Yeah, yeah they right. will. <laughs> and we've been, Cade, baby. And we've been talking about right. this, and I never have brought it up on a podcast. Maybe you guys have. Is that Oklahoma City, like I've said it before, has missed a very great chance to have a slogan for their seasons, for the season, if they retained Mo Cheeks as oh, a head coach. <laughs> you could say, clap these cheeks uh for Cade. <laughs> it's such uh, a missed opportunity. missed opportunity man it's yeah a really we, big miss sam presti doesn't talk with the yeah. marketing side of things clearly not <laughs> dagnalt's not as easy Could to work into t-shirts a yeah, it really isn't dagnalt dagnalt wants some something I do, something i do I like know. jacob's i do like jacob's yeah. suggestion of fade for Cade. I'm all Fade in for on Cade. That. Or trade Fade for Cade. Cade. Trade whichever, for Cade. <laughs> whichever. Just is, get uh, Cade. Made for Cade. Let's <laughs> oh, and 72. Made Brand has Cade. a pretty good question here. Is Baisley our future for or is Poku? That's a good question. Mm, I, I know yes. Car- Carmiar. Uh, kind of Carmi- refuted- my name is not Carmiar. Carmiar refuted me in Slack earlier today. I think Poku's going to play three. I think There's he's going to no play the three. Way. He's like seven uh, foot. Hey, he, hey, seven foot basketball. one. Give my man some credit. All right. This is 2020. He's not going to play your numbers, three ever. Your numbers one through five are irrelevant here. He gets positionless basketball. Poku is no, one through no, five. No. Let him handle the ball. His mobility is the not wing. there. His mobility. Let him shut down the paint. No. Whatever you need. He's got it. It's probably no. in his fanny pack. Just ask. He needs to, he's, he's going to have to play against uh, fours and fives. There's no way he can do that. Like, I, I think. It what other what food. other what but, other but lanky agree. what other lanky athlete is at three through five in the NBA or I guess in, in the threes or that that okay what <laughs> other lanky big like stretch four kind of guy like Poku is right because he's kind of a stretch four um, hard which is yeah wild. yeah he's it's it's weird it's his, his skill set is odd yeah. like, he can shoot and handle but he's just so skinny and he didn't right. even play in the best league in Greece but um, <laughs> I, I you know, hey these facts um, but like what threes could he go up against i i just i don't see how that would work out for him at all 
Like, and, and then I think about like all the other European players ever um, yeah. that fit his description. I don't see them guarding any threes. Yeah, that I think that's fair. But also my counterpoint would be, I don't think there's anyone in the NBA that I give him like a great matchup at, at this point. Right, right, not right now, but, but, but I mean, he, he, his body type is not that different than Porzingis when he came into the league. Yeah, He's what, yeah. like 15 pounds lighter than Porzingis was his yeah, first yeah. year. Not saying that he's going to be Porzingis. The man came to the right place to get some red meat right down the street. <laughs> Dang right. What about, uh, what about like a, a, a Brandon Ingram? Kind of, I know. I mean, I know Ingram's a little bit shorter. Ingram's like four inches shorter than this damn dude. But the the but build and, and a little bit of the the play style is kind of yeah. there to comp him to Brandon Ingram. Oh, Brandon Brandon Ingram. Uh, <laughs> I think like Ingram. It. I think Ingram would cook him. But I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I, yeah. and I don't know. Maybe maybe he can end up being a four or a five. He's gonna have to put on like fifty pounds plus yeah. to yeah. get yeah. there. Right. Uh, I mean, God, can you imagine him going up against New Orleans with Steven Adams and yeah. Zion Williamson? Well, real realistically, <gasps> what, what do you see him? What do you see his body looking like? Because like Giannis came into the league really, really skinny, but he got buffed up. KD yeah. came into the league really skinny. They put him at the two because PG Carlson was an idiot. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, that wasn't the, the way to go. And he he yep. kind of got bigger, but not much bigger, and played mm-hmm. the three. So, like, yep. how many pounds do you expect him to put on? Do you expect him to put on enough pounds to play the four regularly, like at two thirty, or like because that's a lot of pounds for him to get on? Or you know, is it is he like a slow three heavy? light four kind of like mellow for the latter half of his career, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think with Poku and Bays, I think you can just throw them out there as your front court and just, and just figure switch. it out. Like yeah. who oh, gives a man. shit about, about the, the two letters next to their name, exactly. SF or PF, you know, yeah. and that that's why I, and I mentioned it again in, in the Slack today, you know, if, if you can get Kate, which, you know, you're going to have to get a little bit lucky with lottery balls next summer. I but hate I mean, the lottery system. I'm sorry. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. It, for rebuilding teams, it sucks. But I mean, yep. if he, if Presti is married to the idea of getting Kate, if that's the goal, shit. I mean, you call up whoever's got number one. I'll give you five picks. I'll give you six picks. <laughs> but really, but yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this, it feels like. Exactly. Yep. Yep. If, if you started a lineup of Cade, Shea, Poku, Bays, and whoever he's the hell you want to buy. Three. He's not yeah. playing three. You, you could, I mean, that's a whole lineup of nobody under six foot six. Yeah. That's wild. Like, yeah. that is an incredibly, like, that's long. Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, boy gang. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. So, uh, I want to go back to the roster real quick. Um, for guards right now, we have Shea, Homi, Lou, Ty Jerome, Teo Maladon. Uh, let's take George Hill off. What? Well, let's just for argument's sake, let's assume he gets traded before the start of the season. Lou, Shea, Hami, Ty, and Teo. Give me top to bottom. Uh, who gets? Who plays the most minutes per game? Down to the least minutes per game of those five. So top two, the first is going to be SGA. Uh, second will be Lou, and then third. Ooh, that's really tough. Like. I just think it's going to be Hami, but maybe not. We have a different head coach this year, so that throws a completely different wrinkle. If it was Billy, it sure as hell would be Hami. 
<laughs> Do the other guys agree it's SGA and Lou one and two yes. on, it, on yeah. I think it's I think it's SGA Lou Ty Jerome uh Ami and Teo Ty uh I feel like he is what Billy Donovan would actually like. He's a tough defender and he can hit spot up threes. Yep. And um, so I think it's what they want in a point guard. So I think they want to might, it off too. I think Ty's going to be the backup point guard on the team. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I was going to say that's Jerome as well. Um, Interesting. I, see, I think Teo might get more minutes. That, so that's what I was going to follow. I, think really I would put, I would put, I, would almost put, I think he's going to be pretty good. I would almost put Teo four, I think in my list. Um, I think I don't know. I'm excited about him, and it, it's probably mostly irrational. But I, I yeah. Is it the Tony Parker connection and the Tony San Antonio Parker, connection too with it? That's part of it, um, and the like the French national team thing. Like yeah, how he, he got picked for the French national team over Killian Hayes, which it sounds like right. there's probably a lot of other factors that feed into that. But like, right. but still, it's not it's not nothing. Yeah, and the he fact can that they. He can really pass it because he in the in their Euro leagues over there he's like he was a significant contributor to like championship winning teams. Whereas then I look at Poku and I'm like, this dude played in the second like in the basically the 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 B whatever the G G League of Mm -hmm. the Greek Greek leagues. So that's kind of look. I like I like I like this stuff too. It's very similar to Tony Parker. Yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. I'd love to see him get those backup point guard minutes. And like you guys said, looking at the roster, I, it's almost by default right now, except George Hill, depending on you know yeah. what happens there. Well, in Kamyar, it's kind of wild to think of. Poku, like if he was in the States, he would be the same age as like the kids we teach. Yep. That's you know, weird. Like, Nonsense. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. Okay, let's move on to the wings real quick. Um, Baisley, Roby, Poku, Ooh, Schofield, tough. Jackson, um, Trevor Ariza, Darius Miller, Kenrich Williams. I thought it was Ooh. Admiral Schofield. Is it not Schofield? Schofield. Is it Sco- Schofield? Schofield. Okay. Yeah. He, he put a Tennessee, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Admiral Schofield. Uh, who's getting the most minutes per game out of that group? So That's tough. Hey, Kenny Hustle. I really hope we keep Kenrich because uh, Kenny yeah. Hustle is a hell of a nickname. I was going to say Darius Baisley for obvious reasons for right. one, but then after that, it's like, it's a crap, crap shoot. shoot. Yeah. I kind of like and, you said earlier, uh, yeah. call me R. I kind of like Justin Jackson there at two. Yep. But See, it could be Schofield. You say that. I was going to say Kenrich Williams next. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Because he, he did really well for, he started for the Pels for quite a few games. Yeah, That's he good did. Uh, he's a stretch four. He doesn't play much defense. I I have watched him play at TCU. He's not yep. that bad. He's a good scorer. Uh, he's not going to beat you off the dribble. He's just going to spot up three. But it just depends on what Dagnot wants to do. Like it, like you guys said, I, we don't know his kind of philosophy, right? Um, other than you know getting shots off in the first seven seconds of the of the plate clock. So, I mean, if it was something like that, then you could see Kenrich Williams. But if they're going to try to grind it out a little more, I could see Justin Jackson or Schofield. But yeah. the question here is for me is where does Poku fit uh, yeah. among all yeah. these guys? I think Poku definitely gets minutes over Isaiah Roby. Uh, yep. I think I he'll get minutes over so. Darius yeah. Miller. Um, I, I don't think Trevor Reza will be around. Like no. I, here's the thing: number one, this season you want to develop youth. Number two, uh, you want to be bad. You want to lose games. Yep. I think playing Poku this season kind of helps you achieve both of those goals. 
That's yeah. a good point. That the is other, a good point. The other thing I see here when I'm looking at this list of wings, and obviously at the entire roster as a whole, there's more players on here. And I'll agree that some of them might not come over. Um, some of them um, might, you know, two ways, whatever. But there's way too many players on this roster as it stands. Yeah, now, you, yeah. you, you like take those in. You take those into training camp, right, or however many into training yeah. camp. But you're gonna have to cut back down to 15 at some point. Also, we know how much Presley loves, and it could be different this year. Again, big disclaimer there. But uh, Presley typically loves to have a little bit of flexibility in keeping one open roster spot. So I feel like the fact that there's two trades that have yet to be announced, like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I would, and then even on like after that, whether it's waving some of these guys and stretching them because OKC has a luxury to do that with such an open uh, book moving forward, like we talked about, or if it's just finding some of these trades like we saw earlier today, right, where they're able to get off. So like you trade two players for one, like one player of it, you trade like a Darius Miller and a, a Kenny Hustle for like one player in return who's right on that same caliber. Um, way, right, you start to consolidate. Yep. Yep. All right. right. Let's move on to bigs real quick. Um, TJ Leaf, Al Horford, Mike Muscala, Ugh. Vincent Poyer. 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 It's a fun name to oh say. My. Um, oh, what, what, where's, a... the, where's the minute distribution there? Uh, is it just Al Horford and then we don't give a shit after that? Mm, I think it's I think it's Al and TJ and then we don't give a shit after that. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, I was gonna say Al and, and Poyer. Because really? I don't. I, I don't see it with young. Poyer. I so can he, see he's old though, right? Poyer, yeah, Poyer's, 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 Poyer's 20, old. He's like twenty-seven, and TJ Leaf he's like is like a twenty-seven-year-old sophomore. TJ Leaf is twenty-three. Yeah, Leap is 23, and he he still fits that narrative. Like, I wasn't surprised that OKC got TJ Leaf. I Jake said it's for the pick, but I could see it for both because Sam Presti loves getting old, like lotto picks, and right. trying to do That's stuff true. with them. Well, and I just, so he I, it, would, I it would make too much sense. Is TJ going to back up Al though? So maybe it's Mus- maybe it is Moose. Maybe Muscala comes yeah. in and it just plays back up by default. But you know what? The one other thing that I keep thinking about. Poku is listed as a center and he yeah. is seven two and gosh, he would just get destroyed. Like Jacob mentioned, yeah, he, gets he could get some five minutes just for the hell of it. Because like we said, imagine other than injury yeah. at this point. Yeah. Depending on the lineup and the matchup, it could be interesting. It, it's yeah. insane. Like again, we, we keep preaching on this, how, how skinny he is and how like, you know, he just needs to bulk up, but his measure measurements as far as height and wingspan match Rudy Gobert. Yeah. 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 And hey, he can shoot and dribble. It's and stupid. And he can dime like crazy. It's stupid. Yeah. Like and his he's just he's so unique. Maybe he's nothing. Maybe he sucks and he's back in Greece in the B League in, in two years. But I love the fact that you're just taking a swing. You Agreed. know, just screw Especially it. Just take a swing. I feel yeah. like we're really not shining a light on the other Eastern shoot. European folks. Yurt seven and shh. Yeah, I, yeah. What was that last one? Well, a bunch of K's and R's and C's. That's all yeah. it is. Hey. I saw a bunch of C's and U's, and I was like, "Welcome to Serbia." Off. Yeah, Gran and our really our Periscope brought up a really good point. She says, "Uh, Mark, as in Coach Dagnall, preaches uh, pace and space, so she could see Moose getting a lot of those backup minutes." I then that would make sense. If Kenrich Williams might start at the four. Yep. Yep. Hmm. And Poku getting more minutes too. So it's uh, it's definitely gonna be interesting um there's so much okc stuff to break down we could go on for hours and hours but i want to get to some nba some league-wide stuff uh so let's transition from oklahoma city to the league which there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about with the league 
Uh, before we get there, though, we want to tell our our listeners and our live stream viewers uh, kind of about who is paying the bills for us today. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Luckily, Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site. Looking at you, LinkedIn, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visit Indeed each month, according to Comscore total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Football is back in full swing, and you might not be at a game this year. You can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Like Jake had mentioned, him and I were actually on a podcast this morning with the guys from the Timeline, the Phoenix Suns podcast with Blue Wire. We talked about Devin Booker's MVP odds. We're going to Bet Online, and we are hammering those odds because uh, they're pretty good. Bet Online is going to extra miles to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on wins, division, championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today. Take advantage of all the great sign bonuses. And don't forget to use the promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, gentlemen, we are going to take our weekly trip around the association. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> Boom. It's even better live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You always got to drum along with it. This week's been crazy, not only for the Thunder, but for the entire league. It's the most compressed offseason we've ever had. Justin, I'm going to start with you. Give us just one team you want to talk about their their trades, draft, free agency, uh, good or bad. Uh, and, and we'll just dive into somebody. We'll do this uh, a handful of times. We'll pick a handful of teams to discuss. Uh, we'll kind of roundtable this. Uh, Justin, who do you want to start with? You cannot talk about free agency winners and losers without talking about the undisputed winner, 
the Los Angeles Lakers. Good yeah. Lord. What they have done in the last week is stupid. I think like, it's shameful. The rich get richer, man. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Like it, if you were betting on a title favorite for next season, do you bet on anyone else? Like what do do you even bother releasing point. odds for anybody else at this point? It's just, wild. it's just ridiculous to me that Chris Paul and Kobe Bryant could never play together. And then you're going to replace JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard with Mark Gasol and Montrez Harrell. Yeah. Blows my mind. You're going to swap out Danny Green, but you're going to bring back Wes Matthews. You're going to bring in Dennis Schroeder. Like Rajon Rondo. Yeah. It's absurd. It's yeah. unbelievable. Like they got stronger at every position. I'm pretty sure that Rich Paul is just on the payroll for the Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) It's incredible. The Thunder have had their fair share of clutch clients. And I think when LeBron retires, it's time for for old Rich to make a new favorite franchise. And I think we can make the case. Once we drop Ronnie. That's that's right. Bring in Ronnie and it's it's game over. (laughs) Presti and and Rich probably have an agreement right now that Presti has a draft promise to Bronny in exchange for the, the clutch client treatment so yeah <laughs> sign me up yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's and the whole thing tonight i mean just uh it's it's impressive and on a two-year deal too right i mean yeah. it's it's that's big time but hey surge is going to the clips yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um it's it's just wild they got younger they got better they got more sustainable they got it's garbage. more offense this <laughs> is garbage yeah this is uh, awful the the mm. lakers are definitely getting that title and you know what like it sucks, but this is this is the Lakers exceptionalism at its finest. Do you guys do you guys buy into the, the theory, which I personally love, that as Presti's tearing this thing down, he is intentionally um favoring the Lakers in like the Danny Green deal, or even like I don't know, some of the moves that he's made, like it's in his best interest if the Clippers suck. And, yeah, you right. know, and the Rockets and boosting it's it reminds me of like a little bit of like some arms dealing going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, kind of hedging your guys a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you guys need to get rid of Javel McGee. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> Definitely. It's a, well, hey, we've already seen uh one clipper walk from one side of the locker room to the other and Montres <laughs> Harrell. Right. At the end of 2021, we just need uh Kawhi and PG to do the same. Come on over. Cash out those picks, baby. All right. Uh, call me art. We just did uh, a winner of the offseason so far. Give us a loser. I mean, we talked about this beforehand, right? It has to be Charlotte. Yeah. You mean you're you not doing? in favor of paying Gordon Hayward $30 million a year while paying uh, Nick Batum $9 million a year to not play on your team? Remember when we thought Nick Batum was really good in Portland? Because he, 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 he used to be really good. good. Yeah. What what happened to him in Charlotte? He had some sort of ish, issue. He went to Charlotte. That's what happened to him in Charlotte. <laughs> and, and then and then they they signed Scary Terry and paid him too much money, and he looks like the uh, the baby. And the it's a baby. They both had <laughs> like they both had similar trajectories. They're both from Charlotte, and they're both their, their careers are like this and like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, gosh, I mean. Really, that's what Michael Jordan is and his folks have. It's Gordon Hayward. Yep. And apparently, you know, uh, Scary Terry and Gordon Hayward played together for a season uh, up in Boston. Apparently, Terry got really pissed off whenever Gordon came back and stole touches for his rehab. And that's part of the reason why Terry wanted out. And now, now Gordon Hayward's followed him there. It's incredible. True. Interesting. 
Yeah. So I, they uh, they uh, pick uh, up LaMelo Ball in the draft. They get Gordon Hayward, Terry I'm Rozier. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know what uh, they're doing. It, it's just a hodgepodge mess over there. Yeah, it is. It definitely Michael is. Jordan was uh, definitely a better player than uh, GM. It seems. Yes. <laughs> he's going to regret that Gordon Hayward contract. Uh, he's prob- going to regret most of the contracts. That yeah, the he probably already does. He probably already does, years. to be honest. Uh, Taylor, give us uh, a winner. Of so the my winner, uh, this one's kind of hard because I'm split between two teams. I'll give you guys the other one that's in the East because I want to start with the one that's in the West. The Portland Trailblazers got damn good this offseason. You get Robert Covington in the trade, right? So that doesn't really count as free agency, but it's an addition. You have you re-sign Rodney Hood. You get Derek Jones Jr., re-sign Carmelo. Then you pick up Harry Giles today. Um, there's another one or two now that I can't even think of as I'm scrolling through here on Real GM. Did you say um, Derek Jones Jr.? I did say Derek Jones Jr. Derek DJJ. Jones Jr., Rocco. Um, Cantor. Ennis. Ooh, they brought yep. Ennis back. Yep. Oh, and he, yeah, Ennis. That was, yeah, that was the one I was missing. Yeah, they're going to be so and- that's exactly what they needed yeah. too. With those wing defenders, um, I think that's that's huge for them, and I, I'm really impressed with what they did. Looking at their team and looking at the West, how, where do they finish in the West this year? Since they're all stacked, that's, like that's super true. hard. I can see them being a team like the Miami Heat, who just uh, end up sticking around like the top three when they have no business doing so. You know, yeah, like there's more talented teams, but they just gel way better. I wonder. If Sacramento trades, buddy, he would like he's been demanding for like the last three years. Uh, so I'm very curious about that, but yeah, like it seems like Melo knows his role. Uh, he knows he's gonna get benched if he stays fat and can't play defense like he did in OKC. <laughs> oh, and apparently, and then, then, then you have Rocco, and so like you can put Melo at the That's four huge. and and just kind of avoid some issues. And then, wait, it, how many how many bigs do they have now up, up there? They have a lot. They have a lot. That's the thing. And and their quality, like Harry Giles, Dennis Cantor, Nurkic, Zach Collins, Collins, like, and and imagine, imagine Poku trying to guard somebody (laughs) as technical as Ennis Cantor. He's going to get cooked every time. Mm -hmm. But also imagine Poku trying to guard somebody like Nurkic, what's going to bully him every time. Yeah. That's a good point. Sounds like good experience to me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they they definitely went for the arms race up in Portland. Uh, Reports that before they got the Robert Covington deal, uh, they were offering the same deal, maybe a little bit more, to get Aaron Gordon, which I think we've all talked about would be a great fit for them. Um, But they've they've retooled. Yeah, they've retooled. They've you know gone a little more defensive heavy there. Uh, They've got bigs to battle the other Western Conference teams. They're still only going to go as far as Dame can carry them, uh, but they're much more well-equipped. Robert Covington's a great fit there. A yeah, great he, fit. He Absolutely. can play small ball forward, too. Like he, yeah. can, he can do a lot for them. And I like that. And that that's the one signing I forgot was Ennis Cancer's signing, Ennis. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, uh, but I like him at playing backup five. They brought back Gary Trent, right? Junior? Yes, Gary Trent's still there. Yeah, he was really good for them last year, mm-hmm. and then find that with all the other dudes coming back. I, I <laughs> and apparently, that they're still saying Simons is going to make that leap. This is the yeah. year. This is uh, the year. Yeah. And uh, free. Justin, give us another loser in the NBA offseason. <sighs> um, that's a great question. Um, I think I had one. Does it have to be teams? No. Okay. Well, I'd prefer um, it to be, but it doesn't have to be. Well, okay. I'll save that one then. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bucket. I think I want to bucket Detroit. 
in the loser Ooh, that, bucket. That's what I was going to use. Yeah, yeah that's we, a good one. They did a lot of things, but that's all that can be said. <laughs> like, they just did shit to do shit. Right? Like, yep. Troy, Troy Weaver just got in that role and just shot his wad, and I'm not sure like what the game plan was or or what his... I don't know what his vision of the Pistons are, but let's like get all the bigs and then let's get Zyre Smith. Yeah, is it the New York Knicks Zyre Smith and then we're gonna wave and stretch him <laughs> for some reason? It's just it's strange to me. Like Jeremy Grant, yeah, great player, awesome. Um, not sure paying Jeremy Grant sixty million for the Pistons makes a ton of sense. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, there's gotta be more moves strange. to come with them. Like you, a Blake, a Blake Griffin you, you deal you has hope. to be on the horizon, right? So there was that, sense. there was that interesting tweet that was like hypothesizing how a Blake Griffin sign in trade could happen mm-hmm. alongside some of their other deals. But I don't know. I, I'm not sure in the immediate future, like what, what the end game is for Troy Weaver. Hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Call me our, uh, a winner, another winner. The hot Lanta Hawks. There it is. Yep. They uh they got really good over a season, man. Uh, they they're oh, gosh, and, and they signed Bogdanovich to that uh offer sheet. The offer sheet, and which I'm, sounds like Kings won't match it, but they might. It'd be they smart might. to do, honestly. But if they don't, they're gonna get even better. Yeah, and uh, I I really like what they have going on with Trey. Now they're putting everybody around Trey with Capella, and uh, man, there's there's a lot to like there. And, yeah. In, Rondo, Chris Dunn, yeah. trying to shore up the defense. Um, I'm with you. Got Gallo to undo all the defense that Rondo Gallo, and Chris yeah. Dunn brought. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, it's all about balance. Help with the offense. It's all about balance. Say, now, say what he went about Gallo. I thought his defense was far better than Carmelo Anthony's was. Yeah, agreed. I agree with Gallo, that. Gallo bar, tries. Gallo yeah, tries on that end. Remember, he does what he can, but he's just limited, right? He's just yeah. athletically yeah. limited. He iced the game against the Mavs by uh, ripping uh, Luca. Luca. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. and uh, I d- I'm not a big fan of Kevin Herter though. I'm not a big Kevin Her- Herter fan. Herter, Kevin yeah. Herter. Now here's the interesting thing. This is something Jacob you mentioned in our Slack that you might be getting to, but there's a lot. It seems like there's quite the logjam there when it comes to the power forward, yeah, center positions. Um, they just drafted uh, Isaiah, St- or sorry, uh, uh, a almost Isaiah Stewart. Uh, yeah, a Kongu. You have Clint Capella who you traded for. Um, John Collins, uh, John Collins, yeah. yeah. Who Daniel apparently Gallinari. is a max player, right? Yeah. You have uh, Hunter from last year that you drafted. It's it's pretty busy there, so it'll be interesting to see how what, what direction they go and if they have any trades on the horizon and and how they handle all of that. Yeah, um, very clearly though, Atlanta uh, ownership and front office making a push for the playoffs. Though, true, Here. they're they're ready to make a push. Can I? Do we think that's premature? Because I, I feel like it's premature. To push for the playoffs? Yes. This, this is the same thing that the Philadelphia 76ers did. They were in a rebuild, and then yeah. they got impatient and right. said, spend the cap space, go get players, and make a push. And uh, that's, the- that's that's the thing. is like It's easy to grade them as a winner, and I think I agree overall. Like The moves they made, there were good moves, but should they have waited? And this is my fear for it's Oklahoma you, City. This is how you get stuck in mediocrity. Yeah. Exactly. Like. In yeah. And J- Justin, to to refute that, I don't have any worry at all that the Thunder are going to get impatient and, and switch sure. gears. Uh, I think sure. there is such a good relationship between Presti and ownership. They know Presti knows what he's doing, and they're going to let the process unfold. I don't think it's going to be like one of these teams that quote-unquote tank and rebuild 
and then give up after it yeah. um, shortly after. Well, now it could it could be Thunder Twitter demanding yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh man, when Stephen Adams <laughs> got traded, all hell broke loose. Interesting to me. God, that's annoying. Beside themselves, like, it, it's like it sucks like emotionally, but it's a part of the business. But right. what what I don't what what really makes me like pause is Sam Presti is from the, you know, RC Buford and all the Spurs guys organization. He's a big Spurs guy. And then that's why they kind of mirror each other, except Oklahoma city's a sheer version of San Antonio. And, um, and Oklahoma city realized what they had. And then they realized what they soon to be didn't, weren't going to have. So they traded everything and, did a rebuild, but San Antonio has been like going over this agonizing process of like they're they should have started rebuilding several years ago, mm-hmm. but instead they're dragging this out. So it looks like like because OKC has been far better than San Antonio, and now they're starting the yeah. rebuild a lot sooner. So like I would expect OKC to be in a far better position than San Antonio will be in three years, and that just blows my That's mind because of how far forward thinking the Spurs organization is, and that just really like. Like it's crazy to me that they're going to be the what the second third best team in Texas, uh, considering how that uh, organization has operated. That's yeah, a good point. Do Do you think some of that maybe has to do with uh, Pop. Popovich coming up to yeah. the end of his career and they not they're not wanting to tear down until Pop's gone? Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. I think that's I, fair. I don't know if Pop would want to coach a shitty team. I think right, that's what I'm saying. Pop, exactly. Wait, wait till he I'm, retires I'm, and then tear it down. But I'm sure Pop would have. I'm sure Pop would have been fine with just stepping down a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and letting them rebuild. I, I bet if ownership came up to him and said, "Hey, we're thinking about going through a rebuild," I'm sure Pop would have been like, "Okay, I'll step down." Yeah. Now those are two names: uh, Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge, who had kind of been rumored uh, that they were being shopped around. There were actually some contenders interested, but nothing's happened. Demar said, "It's always nice to see your name come up in trade rumors about Los <laughs> Angeles, man." <laughs> please uh, please trade yeah, into los right. angeles <laughs> it is we'll is it fair to say that the spurs are one of the losers of this offseason yeah i mean bryn forbes walked i mean i know that's not a that's, huge deal uh honestly, they though. re-signed Jakob purtle which okay like turtle whatever right um really nothing else going yeah. on there they draft devin vassell um, can we can we cool. put him in a in a meh category yeah, yeah. that's kind of like that's kind of where i'm going next i think that's fair yeah. um oh i'm just now showing the caption now but i'm some a little late but the one i was going to bring up was the milwaukee bucks yes they ended up kind of rebounding there getting uh tory craig uh after he you know walked for didn't walk basically got cut from denver mm-hmm. um they picked up like you said forbes um there was somebody else who was oh uh bobby portis yeah they got bobby that's portis good, but uh, that's not quite bogdanovich and the fact that it was yeah. a front office error it seems uh just really really incompetent really bad particularly when you have your i mean one of the best players in the entire league uh the up and coming face of the the league him and luca really and Giannis, uh ready to sign that's not made you have the supermax on the table, right, for him to sign, and you're gonna go and make a boneheaded, uh, you know, mistake like that. I don't. Yeah, I feel like I put the, uh, the the Bucks in there as losers, even though they did kind of rebound. Do you no, think no. the Bucks are gonna win a title, knowing that the Lakers are gonna do this for two more years, and by that time, you have the Celtics coming around to like their actual prime. Yep, that's a a really good point. And and Denver sticking around too, because you know they're gonna stick around for a minute, because all those guys are young. Like, 
it's it's unreal to me that a team like the Bucks, they are it's, it feels like they're not going to win one yeah. ever. This felt like honest. the golden year for them too. This yeah. past and that's, season. Nope. Before you Miami, yeah. That's one team who is quiet, who's not really a uh, a winner or loser this free agency. But what they did was they structured all their re-signings or their their new signings to uh two-year deals with the second year non-guarantee, and that's Miami Heat. They kept yeah, all yeah. that cap space open and, and Mavericks yeah. did some stuff, some similar. Avery Bradley, Goran Dragic, they both did that thing. So they're like, hey, Giannis, you know, if you want to win. I have another loser I just thought of. Indiana Pacers. Yeah. They didn't they really do they were, anything. They didn't yep. exactly. And they were supposed to get rid of Al Depot. They were thinking right. about trying to get uh Hor- or not Horford goodness. Um Gordon wow. Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Um he was supposed to come back home and MJ makes a last minute phone call uh free agency okay. night and says, Hey, I'm gonna give you this ridiculous contract. Uh, maybe they aren't like the worst losers, but I think they still are losers in a sense. They haven't really yeah, done yeah. anything. They haven't traded Miles Turner. All these they names have popping up in trade rumors, right? And, and, yeah. and you have all these players who've been popped up in trade rumors. You think they're going to be happy when they show up to training camp? Like, I don't know. No, yeah, can no, I, it's very fair. Can I say my loser player now? Yes. Yeah, Dwight Howard. Dwight, my man. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, yep. you, you gotta, gotta know that the, the check is cleared. <laughs> Before yeah. you fire off a tweet like that, yeah, tweets out that he's staying in Laker Nation. Um, I think it was Chris Haynes who reported that um, all the deal talks had been hypothetical, and Dwight thought that the deal was done. And kind of seems uh, on brand for Dwight Howard. It's, it's very on brand for Dwight. Yeah. Um, and then you know, moments later, the tweet's gone, and now he's in Philly. So, yep. So tough look. How, how do we Back feel about Philly's off season? They. Uh, they get off Al Horford's contract. They get Danny Green, who I think is a good fit there. They get a chance with Terrence Ferguson, which whatever. Um, they bring in Score. Dwight Howard as a backup. Um, they bring in uh, Seth Curry uh, yeah. to get more shooting on that team. How do we feel about Philly's offseason? I don't like. I don't like losing Josh Richardson for Seth yeah. Curry. Yeah, I see a bunch of lateral moves, and actually, like you lose Josh Richardson for Seth Curry, you you take you know, a downward move, but like at the same time, I really like, I said this earlier, I I like doc rivers over Brett Brown any day of the week. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but Seth Curry uh, has had relations with doc's daughter. Yeah. Some might not know that this is news that has to be mentioned every time Seth Curry's brought up. But yeah, I I, I don't know how to feel, but like (laughs) when, when when is Ben Simmons coming back? When when is he, is he going to be back? I think he's good to go for the beginning of the season. The NBA literally starts in a month, guys. It's the 22nd. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, Seth's been with Doc's daughter. Yeah, because nice. P- PG has also been with Doc's daughter. You didn't know this? Or who's, I was joking when I said I mean, that because I've I feel all, like I've also been with Doc's daughter. Seth was the one that's say. married to her. I think Seth's married to her. He's married to her. I yeah. like it. Literally, oh, every oh, time yeah, he's married to her, that's right. Mentioned. He doesn't yeah. like PG. Didn't mention that part. He doesn't, he doesn't like, like Paul George because Paul exactly. George piped her and left her. Correct for a stripper. <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah. It. Hey, hey, um, he's uh he's marrying that stripper now. Do, so it's okay. T Pain T Pain warned us about this. I, I yeah, I'm telling um, you, man. But <laughs> I wish I had the song queued up. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like every time Seth Curry's name, like I I would hate to be Seth Curry because it's either Steph's brother or Ooh. married to Doc's Doc Rivers' daughter. Like those yeah, are his two so qualifiers. Yeah, like, he's and he, a he's player. a fine player. He right. can shoot the piss out of the ball. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And you know what's, and what's really interesting too is because Tyrell Terry was kind of like the comp there. J- Jacob, you mentioned that on our yeah. podcast. 
And yeah. then Dallas goes, drafts Tyrell, and then ships off Seth to Philly. Exactly. So I, have one, I have one more team for you guys before we get out of here. And they kind of fall in that meh category also, Justin. Houston Rockets. How are we mm. feeling about Houston with the the, the non-official yet um, sign-in trade for Christian Wood? Well, so they, they get Christian Wood, lose Robert Covington. Um, they lose uh, Austin Rivers. Um, it's a bit of a retooling, trying to, to recoup some assets in that in that Roku it's, trade. It's saving, trade, saving face. And the rust. what I'd call it. Well, then you have the rust rumors, rust for ball, or sorry, gosh, ball, uh, rust for wall. wall. Um, trying to recoup assets that they lost in the rust, rust for uh, CP3, or I guess the opposite, CP3 for rust trade. Just as messy. Um, as Thunder fans, I feel pretty excited about. Pretty good about that mess. The, the, yeah. the Rockets, yep. Unbelievable yep. how Even bad how went. bad that organization. Like all the players down there are pissed right now, and they don't right. want to be a part of that organization. Yep. Yeah. Good. Yep. Um, I enjoy it. I, I feel a little bit sad, like, but also justified that Russell Westbrook, OKC traded him seemingly at the perfect time before he started mm-hmm. to really take a downward trajectory, and like we had to like decide to be married to the money, like the Lakers were with Kobe for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, and so like the the options just really presented themselves in a natural kind of momentum, and let OKC avoid all of this and actually get a ton of picks out of all of this. Uh, so OKC is like the winner of everything so far. Besides <laughs> yeah. the fact, besides the fact that you know you're gonna have to endure like maybe like not even a 20 win season this year with a 72 game season and uh 20 something games to 30 games over the next two seasons before things start to really look up unless like unless poku and all those other dudes really just show out over the next two years see that's and there is some excitement in that too right because like there's going to be games that we end up losing but they're fun because we kept it close because guys like lou dort scores 30 again or you know sga just like takes it to a whole another level that we haven't seen or basely has like a, a t- couple you know 20 plus point games probably more than that honestly uh, or like you said come like poku comes in or, or maladon comes in and, and they just do things that we didn't really think that they'd be able to do their their rookie year so there's lots to look forward to all for, for this coming season. Also, even though it's not winning. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, two teams I wanted to touch on before we get out of here. Uh, first one that I think is really interesting. Uh, the Boston Celtics. Celtics is interesting. That's Lose Brad Wanamaker, but bring in um, um, Tristan, Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson at, at center. Uh, they need to go just for Cantor. And then uh, who's the point guard they brought in? Played at Minnesota. Used to be the starter. Jeff Teague. They run into as the backup. Um, I don't even and, know if I saw that one. Holy yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember. I remember that Teague. I really like Tristan Thompson for them because they've been really missing a defensive big and and a rebounder, yeah. and that's exactly what he is. And like that, that's why we thought, oh, oh, Stephen Adams might be good enough for that. And they both make comparable money. I mean, Tristan Thompson got overpaid too. And so uh, I'm I'm really curious to see what happens with the Celtics this year. I think they're going to be really good. Besides, they they signed a Jason that's Tatum, gonna that Jason Tatum. A rookie, and that's a rookie. A win. It was expected. So that's a win. It's going to happen yeah. every rookie, right? And in their in orig- original teams. So it's really good. A uh, good week to be a Boston fan, especially uh, you know that you're missing that defensive big. All, only all only negative against Boston right now. So I think there's other teams in the East maybe who strengthened as well, but not. I mean, Toronto got worse, right? 
Um, Sixers, like you said earlier, Kami, are maybe they're just kind of like steady where they were, just hopeful, they're hoping for better chemistry and a he better got, fit from these guys. He got better. Brooklyn got a lot better just by people getting healthy. Uh, yeah, yeah. The is going to be fun to watch this year too. It feels like. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. My Not other winner. Point. My other winner. Um, and maybe th- this is a little bit of bias leaking in here as well. Uh, the Phoenix Suns. Oh yeah, yeah. Adding Chris Paul, adding Jay yep. Crowder. Yep. Uh, that's going to be a good team. That's going to be a, a fun team. Like, what's what's their starting five? It's Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Who's the three for them? Bridges, Mikael Bridges, Bridges, Bridges and then Bridges, Crowder, Crowder, and, then Crowder and, and uh, Aiden. Yep. Aiden. And yep. then they'll, they'll play um, like Cam Johnson off the bench. They'll play um, uh, Dario Saric has yet to resign. Oh, I forgot about Saric. But they'll bring Dario Saric He's back still... to play off the bench. Yep. Uh, their biggest question mark really is probably their backup point guard. Uh, they they re-signed Javon Carter today. Uh, I mean, you don't want him running the show, but uh, bringing I feel like him back. Stagger Devin Booker and, and Cameron three a lot. I, they, I think you're right. And then you have Cameron Payne, who played well. Oh, yeah, I forgot about exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. It's still Cameron Payne. We're so forgetting. We were talking to him this morning. They were they, like Jacob said, yeah. they were wanting George Hill. <laughs> they have nosedive Nader guys. That's yeah, they right. do. Let him run back at point guard. What could go wrong? <laughs> Why is he called nosedive Nader? Because whenever he drives to the ball. basket, he just closes his eyes and just throws some shit up to see what happens. <laughs> well, when I think of nose dies, I think of other things. Um, that's yeah, interesting. Who knows? Yeah, I think Nader is definitely gonna get some minutes for them. They need yeah. some minutes at the wing. So yeah, how yeah, many teams in the West are gonna try to get make the playoffs this year? A lot. I 14. mean, besides <laughs> besides the Thunder, who is not trying to make the playoffs? <laughs> oh. Well, maybe the Spurs are just kind of stuck in, like Kamir said earlier, yeah. kind of stuck in limbo right okay, now. Okay, so 13. Yeah. But like really, though. Kings are going to try and make it. Yeah. Um, depending on how, like I said, SGA, Baisley, Dort, some of the, those guys, how they develop, um, how long you have Horford, how long you have George Hill. The Thunder could kind of still be competing with like the Kings for like that 10th spot, which is so sad. But oh, I don't, I <laughs> for don't the Kings, think so. it's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I think they might be competing with the Kings for the 13th spot. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, agree. Uh, I thought the Warriors uh rebounded pretty well from the clay news as as well as they yeah. could. Uh, Kim Basel is kind of fine going back. The Warriors with tax dollars are paying eighty three million dollars for one year of Kelly Oubre Jr. That is insane. insane. That is insane. With, with no fans in the stands. Yeah. They got <laughs> shut down by San Francisco. Yep. Man, so, that's nuts. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we've been on here for about an hour. Any thoughts before we leave? I'm looking forward to seeing how long it takes for us to get the uh, official trade information, like the full trade information on the Detroit and Dallas trade um, where James Johnson is going to Dallas and then the Al Horford Sixers trade. It's got all my 2K rosters mixed up. I can't play anything accurately. (laughs) Yeah, that's tough. That's right. But the OKC jerseys look pretty okay on them now. Okay. Like, like, they don't look too bad. Hmm. Yeah. Go buy a Pokemon shirt. That's my advice. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to, that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to buy my own Pokemon shirt. Do it. Do it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're on the live stream, man, we're so happy you joined. We're going to be doing these every Sunday night. So about some time, 9 p.m. Central Time. Come hang out with us. Uh, This podcast will be up in podcast form uh, right after we're done recording. You guys have a great week. We'll record again before Thanksgiving. Uh, Please stay safe. Stay healthy. It's getting kind of wild out there again. Uh, 
Try to figure out who's all on the Thunder, uh, but don't get too attached because guys are going to get traded like crazy, uh, as we have seen. But hey, picks on picks on picks. We'll be back with you guys in a few days. Enjoy the beginning of your week. Thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.